welcome back to Pack Your Mics, the Top Chef podcast from the creators of Read It and Weep. And I will say for the record, the best Top Chef podcast. You know who <gasps> you are. Uh, I haven't listened. It's probably great. Anyway, um, they seem like smart people. But uh, ours is more fun because we are talking each week about the newest episode of Top Chef. Uh, we're breaking it down as only we can with a mixture of technical problems and slightly <laughs> offensive nicknames. And, and, uh, and you know, I guess like sidetracking and sidetracks on top of the sidetracks. The power of sidetracks. I mean, what would a rail line be without sidetracks? I imagine you need those. Yeah, that's where you put well, Let's Let's discuss this for 10 minutes. How about we call ourselves, how about we call ourselves the very first Top Chef podcast? No, well, that's not true for sure. Oh, no. Several had come and gone by the time we got here. Well, at the time we existed, we were the only one that was existing. <laughs> For that Probably period of time. the only Top Chef podcast. That's a <laughs> yeah, slogan. I, at one time. I once, once the only one. <laughs> now you have options. Please choose us. Man, that <laughs> or is not, a, because... That's a strong sense. Yeah. That's fine. Or listen to everybody. Yeah, right. Whatever, man. Whatever. <laughs> fill, top fill your days of Top Chef podcast. <laughs> Just nothing but Chef. <laughs> Chef's all the way down. We are uh, uh, Megan and Alex here in Portland. Hello. And we're joined tonight uh, by Ezra and Sarah. Hello. Hello. In the Bay Area. And um, we are forever holding seats open in case Chris and Tanya get super free all of of a sudden. If they have a lot of free time, they will be back someday. So keep writing in about how much (laughs) better the show is. Sure they will, Alex. Sure they will. (laughs) Well, you guys, did you see they made us a dessert tonight? Yeah, what? Chris and Tanya. Oh, Chris and Tanya did. They were on the same team in the Elimination <laughs> That's Challenge. That's true. Chris and Tanya made a dessert. Oh. Best dessert yeah. really ever. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and in fact, I was just looking over the things, and uh, Chris, a.k.a. Butterfunk, really having a good run so far. Uh, he was in the top of the quickfire and the Elimination in the first episode. And mm-hmm. he was in, and then, he, and then he was in the top of this Elimination. No, wait, he's in the bottom but had a good dish. Anyway, doesn't matter. Doing good. Still counts. People like him. People like him. He's, good Butterfunk. When, when he did it, he was the only one to do it. <laughs> um, so uh, we're talking about season 15, episode 2 of Top Chef. This is, uh, I guess we're still firmly in the too many chefs on our TV category. Yeah, right? there's still, I still forget some. So yeah. a lot. For sure. Mixing yeah. up he, names. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not a Joe. I don't know him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know what not Joe. And now also some of them are bears. Yes, yeah. this is confusing. I didn't realize this would get such deep mythology so early. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a lot of mythology in this episode. There was. Oh, yeah. There were some Norse gods that made their Oh, yeah. CPAP Tyler was hitting on everybody. Good for like, him? Is that good? I don't know. I think it's, it's a different fun. era now. He and I, I have very different tastes. Like, I was oh. not, like, all about that blonde guy at all. But. What do you think, Megan? Uh, I could see what he was saying, I, but yeah, maybe not. In that you thought he looked like a Greek god? I did. Yeah, I did. I thought that he did look like a Greek god for right. sure. Yeah, yeah but th- that's not necessarily a statement of like desire because like we've been together for a long time and you've never referenced wanting to be with a Greek god. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Megan had face. options. <laughs> <laughs> also good. <laughs> yeah, I like that's one thing that I've always thought about me is I'm achievable. <laughs> That's one of the things that I mean, you definitely around. you are attained for sure. Yeah, I am, a, I am a mere mortal. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, not that that's ever stopped the Greek gods before. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> they, they mess around. 
Man, do you, do you guys know the story about the swan? This is definitely yeah. not worth getting into. Okay, just it's, I yes. Look it up, everyone. Everybody check out some swans and then be like, "No, nah, man, that's not cool." <laughs> man, uh, so this uh, episode started out with the uh, the mise en place relay. Oh yeah, but different. Sometimes when they say a is uh, a Top Chef favorite, I'm skeptical. But this one. It's one of my favorites. Absolutely. Yeah. It's Alex's favorite. It. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought <laughs> about you guys. I, I'm fine Alex with it. I don't not favorite. love it. But I, yeah, I like it. Yeah. I think I, I, I like it as much as you, Alex, I think. I guess I'm the one who's just kind of like whatever about yeah. it. Yeah. Like you, you put favorite. things in place. You cannot put things in place. I'm fine whatever. with it. I'm, yeah. Mies, no but mies. It's but a, you, it's wouldn't, a fun challenge. you wouldn't miss it, Sarah, if it, if it no. wasn't there. Not a miss on I wouldn't I wouldn't miss it. I think that's the right They. In, in, you did mention it's a little different, and that's true. That's the classic Top Chef way that nothing is ever exactly the same twice. Um, mm. So this was just a slight modification on it this year. <laughs> you can't uh, knife the same block twice, right, Alex? <laughs> we haven't seen a knife block yet. No. God, that's true. Two episodes. More knife block. Hashtag How did they choose? I forgot already. Yeah, How did I they forgot, choose teams? I totally forgot. It was like we they were, were just, just the same. Yeah. yeah like you guys over here and you oh, guys over here. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, come on, you guys. Knife. Block. Yeah, perfectly good knife. Knives. Well, I think just, I feel like maybe they don't knife block when there's too many chefs, right? Like it. Oh, it would like just the block is long. limited. They don't have enough yeah. knives. Yeah, it's like mm. they, there's only so many slots, yeah. right? Right. It's right. like yeah, it's, it's like it's like the anti-immunity kind of thing. You know, like if if yeah, you have yeah. immunity, you might not have knife block. Yeah. So they, uh, if those of you are just if those of you just joining us this season, go back. We are always mad about this. Um, <laughs> The, uh, go back to when we were the only Top Chef podcast. <laughs> yeah, back when we were the but only don't one. go back any further because then we won't exist anymore. We were constantly mad about there not being enough knife block. Knife block. So they randomly were divided into two teams, which um, first thing that confused me so much more than it probably should have. Um, so this was the mise en place relay sponsored by Blue Apron. And so both teams were wearing yeah. blue aprons, whether they were on the blue team or the green team. Yeah, they should have I, had a blue team. Or, 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 it should have been the blue team and the apron team, right? So one, they were all like shirts they're all like blue man group, right? Yes. And the other one just had aprons. Full body paint, blue <laughs> yes. man group style. Or they're like wearing bandanas of completely oh, yeah. different colors right. or something. But yeah, definitely a blue team and an apron team. That's the only way they, this can possibly make sense. Classically on the show, when there are two teams, they wear different color aprons. So the blue apron brand is a little challenging Ooh. for them. Or how about a blue team and a prawn team? We can slip it up however we want. A what? Well, uh, it's just prom. blue apron, but oh, you can see. You know, I see. I see. You, just, you put you, the space in a different place. Wherever you want, man. I was like, what does this have to do with prawns? <laughs> yes, exactly. That would you say if you're on the prawn team. <laughs> okay, here's an idea. A blue team and a bluer team. What? How about a bluest team? <laughs> yeah. Well, they were, or a blown they team, I guess? The point is they were all wearing the same apron, so every time somebody would come up to the judge, I was like excited that the blue team was doing well, and then I was sad the blue team was doing badly, and then I was oh. excited that the blue team had overtaken the blue team. It's very confusing. Yeah, I, d- I don't know what they were thinking with that. Like, they could do, like, pins or something. Or, yeah, there's so many yeah. things. Yeah, bandanas okay, are solid. They've done that before. On the plus side, you definitely know who they're advertising, right? Yeah. Like, you have no doubts there. That's right, true. you don't think it was like freshly or something like that, right? <laughs> they weren't wearing freshly. Last year there was a Blue Apron challenge. Was there? Yeah, was there? Hmm, yeah, I see, I don't know. remember either. But I, uh, the one of the recaps I was reading mentioned it that last year there was like, like I would I remember think... this confusion from before. Right? Yeah. They, well, they but it wasn't weren't... a team challenge. I think they just had to cook out of a box. Oh, uh, maybe. Um, mm, that's familiar. 
it's so not, this year, the, what Blue Apron has done is they have uh, just given money and gotten out of the way, which I appreciate about them. Money and aprons. <laughs> money and aprons. Well, it's like, hey, we have ingredients. Use yeah, ingredients. Brand. That seems perfect. Yeah. And what they, so what they did was, it was just the mise en place relay. They had to uh, brunoir a whole bunch of uh, shallots. They had to peel mushrooms. and Peel, slice. stem, and slice, yeah. That's too that much work. That looks crazy. As, as mentioned frequently on the show, we are more uh, food TV fans than we are food experts. Um, have you guys ever seen a mushroom get peeled? Uh, no, nah, man. Yeah. If, if you want a mushroom that's wider than that mushroom that you got, you should have bought the other mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah mushrooms no kidding. There's, there's like pre-peeled mushrooms in the store. And, and under the peel, every mushroom's the same. Yeah. You're losing out. <laughs> and deep. if you slice it up, like and, well, if you clean them and then slice them, you're they're basically peeled, and you can't. Yeah, they look yeah, just the same. Such a moderate, moderate peel. Um, and everybody like they seemed like it was hard, but none of them were like, you know, this isn't worth doing. <laughs> they all seemed like it was a thing. People, it was like, oh yeah, this is a thing that we are used to. I, this is this is normal for us. I have to say though, it was worth it for Tanya's comment about the last time she uh, peeled a mushroom. Which at first I was going to be mad at her because she was like, "I haven't peeled a mushroom since," and I'm thinking, "Come on, you got to peel some mushrooms for the show." <laughs> but then she said she hasn't peeled a mushroom since 19. Yeah, 19. And I laughed, yeah, and that one. was worth it. Yeah, sometimes yeah, you got to peel a mushroom. You know, sometimes uh, moose eats your cabbage, right? Yeah, man, we got some good moose eat your cabbage cabbage stuff later too. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. the uh, the 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 mushroom peeling comment, uh, like she hasn't done it since the nineties, it was great because it was funny, and we'd basically she'd got no TV time up till that point on the show, so it was nice the time you got to make her debut on Top Chef with a funny. She was very barely the in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like we're getting to know her sense of humor. And then the third round was to clean and portion 20 between 7 and 8 ounce pieces of beef tenderloin, which turns out they meant. Um, <laughs> but the way they did it this year, so it's two teams, and uh, you could decide of the seven people on your team and three stations, how many people to put on each station. So now there's this strategy part. We were like, do you want to go all in on, uh, on the uh, the shallots, and then have one guy beefing, or do you want to spread them out, and then you got double beef, you can catch up. Yeah, two two guys beefing. <laughs> the one guy beefing alone is kind of sad. But hey, one guy beefing alone is greater than two guys yes, beefing sometimes together. Sometimes that's enough if that one guy is good at beefing. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. If so, that beef guy can and, beef uh, precisely. Yeah, conscientious and weighing his. Beefs. Yeah, so the the one guy, uh, as he was beefing, this was, uh, was it Bruce? Yeah, I think it was producer Bruce. Beefmaster Bruce. Beefmaster Bruce was, uh, he would cut them and then weigh them and then adjust as necessary. And had two scales, which I liked also. Yeah. So then they, so you had to get checked to make sure you'd done a decent enough job. And the uh, other team was uh, just cutting recklessly and turning in six and nine ounce steaks, which those aren't going to do. Mm-mm. No man, you gotta like just gotta squish them together and say like, "Hey, this is this is two fifteen ounce steaks, and we're good." Like together, just <laughs> I don't think that's I'll right either. Give them the whole pile of meat and say like, "You average it out. You do the work." <laughs> I did like the idea if if he had been like, "This is a little too much," just reaching over and slicing off a corner and handing it just, back just, to him, or just biting it off himself. Yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. but one bite. Oh, gross. Uh, so they um, uh, so it was a perfect uh, photo finish though, where one of the blue teams. 
um, was behind, <laughs> had two people beefing, went out in ahead, finished first, but during the check, too many things wrong, slow but steady, f- won the race. The other blue team won. Mm-hmm. And the prize was not just uh, oh well then the so then the, then that team had to do a cookoff for the winner and the winner of that cookoff received immunity five thousand dollars and a year of dinners and wine furnished by Blue Apron which I just assume they would throw away yeah what that's are, what we were how, saying too how many Who would chefs want really Who would want chef? a year of Blue Apron uh, it was like, I well like... it gives you the recipe it tells you exactly <laughs> how to you yeah. know. I mean, I guess it's just ingredients, things. right? Yeah, well, also, I mean, like, it's not like you want to, like, have to shop. Like, sometimes when food just shows up, that's kind of nice. Yeah, and I think true. we're thinking about it wrong. Because I was the, like, we had the same thought. We were like, that is a useless gift for a chef. But then it is just, yeah, it's just food. It's so. just food, man. Food that you don't have to pay for or shop for, that's always good. But it's, good. like, very specific amounts of each ingredient, I assume. So yeah. that the chefs might be like, I, I mean, I guess it's like... Also, they're in a mystery box, so it's basically like you're getting home from Top Chef, you're <laughs> you're relaxing, and you're you're still having occasional competition nightmares. Then you wake up, open it's like box of ingredients, have to cook it in this seventeen is minutes. Definitely, yeah, traumatic, retriggering stuff. So yeah, flashback There's like program. A half an ounce bottle of yuzu that you have to do something with. And- mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, and also though, as far as like this seems like a, it's a good partnership for the show. And uh, they um, do wine, which I didn't know. So that was an effective bit of marketing. And my favorite part is that they took the winner's recipe and without his permission, announced that it was going to be used in a Blue Apron box. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, also, this is ours now. (laughs) Yeah, good news. (laughs) Good news. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, So the, uh, the Blue Apron team won, obviously. um, And they, uh, they cooked off. Um. Oh, what was was this the one? I'm trying to remember what the, what uh, Denali's good cabbage moment was, or was that in the? I think it was. Uh, that was the. That was later. Oh, no, because it was the rind. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, good. I remember what I was going to say. Anyway, so uh, also they only had eight minutes. That is. Uh, I mean, I guess all your prep is done, but still, not a lot of time. So uh, that ended with uh, was it two who did the uh, yeah brother and. Uh, Southside Joe, Brother Luck and Southside Joe were on the top, yeah. and uh, I call him uh, Italian Beef Joe. But <laughs> okay, um, Italian Beef Joe uh, and Brother Luck were on the top, and uh, and and uh, Joe won. One of the Joes won. Just a good day for him. On the on the bottom was our buddy CPAP Tyler, who won last week. Which, by mm. the way, uh, Megan, let me check in with the Megan's mailbag real quick. Um, mm-hmm. How was the uh, reaction to CPAP Tyler as a nickname? Did anyone react to anything? So far, Four. we have one vote against. It was a it was a friendly, um, a friendly, uh, you know, smiley face wink. Okay. But don't do it. Okay. You know, it was it was clear. Wait, was when clear. somebody winks at me, I assume they mean <laughs> either do the opposite of what I'm saying or don't tell your mom I said this. Whoa, which could be both. I think this was more like. You know you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, yeah. Wink. So yeah, our friend Joe. There's a judgy wink. Wait, but wasn't okay. But didn't somebody just say it to us though? Which I I use I consider a tacit endorsement. I guess yeah. I guess. Um, you gotta stay with the mic, buddy. There you go. There was a there was a tacit endorsement. Okay, uh, so it's tied. Yeah. Uh, that's not tied though, because I think tacit <laughs> versus like you know you shouldn't. Well, but the wink makes it 
confusing. So tacit versus confusing. I'm well, gonna say well wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. I, I think that the thing is, if we come up with a better nickname, you have to admit that, you know, if there's a better nickname, yeah. the, be- the best nickname should win. I agree. Yeah, we, and I, we do I, sort of update our nicknames as we go. Yeah. And I yeah. think that uh, one of the things that we learned about Tyler this episode is that as a kid, he dressed up as Julia Child for Halloween. Oh, and we and got they to showed see the picture. Yeah. We got so to see cute. the photo and it was so adorable. And then, and then he, he liked... dressed up as her every Friday. Oh yeah. my god, I love that. Fridays are the great. Every Fridays are Friday. Julia Child days. Are, are you guys? So... We're recording on Friday. Are you guys dressed up as Julia Child right now? I didn't get the memo until the last couple hours of the day, but you can be assured next week Friday, <laughs> I will have forgotten. Right. So I, I think we should call him uh, Friday's Child Ty- Tyler. I like Friday's it. Child is good. Friday's Child Tyler's too long. Okay. But I will consider Julia, Julia Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, Tyler Child. Friday's Child. Friday's Tyler Child is Child? nice. Tyler Child. All right. Well, we'll you know, let's... let's I mean, he's a bear, right? Recording. Wasn't he one of the bears? He's also yeah. one of the bears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say let's... Julia uh, Bear? <laughs> it's too confusing. I like it, but it's confusing. I was just... Uh, let's put it back out to the fans, you guys. Uh, send along to the mailbag. Include it in whatever else you're commenting on this week. Be sure to let us know whether you're... What, what Tyler's nickname should be. Cast your vote. Cast your vote now. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so uh, CPAP Tyler finished down on the bottom. I'm sticking to it for now. It's a <laughs> habit. Um, and uh, was Rogelio? Rogelio. Rogelio. Rogelio was the one with the broken sauce, right? Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. so depressing because the guy was like, your sauce is delicious, but it is broken. This <laughs> 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 was so dramatic seeming. It's important, like a, man. You can't break broken that sauce. sauce is terrible, yeah. Um, but for eight minutes, he's like, normally it takes me 40 to 45 minutes to make this sauce. I'm doing an eight. Like, yeah, you got... The fact that you have a broken sauce is still pretty impressive. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then... Uh, yeah, South Joe is cooking Blue Apron for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, it's, good. it's a good year for him. Um, then we had the Elimination Challenge... Uh, which was they stayed in those teams that were so arbitrary to begin with, and they were uh, they were taken to a farm. They were taken out to a farm. They're not dead, you guys. They're just at a farm <laughs> in Colorado <laughs> where they can play. Yeah, they're just yeah, playing. Run. They get they yeah. get, and eating cheese. Just some chickens. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So they no uh, they 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 were taken to a farm. They were told they were going to be cooking with a special ingredient from the farm. They all assumed vegetables. And we're like even making carrot strategies in the car, uh, which is was Lexus's. Anyway, um, yeah, I didn't know what kind of car it was. It was not a long enough shot on the car's logo this time around. It was a BMW, guys. I don't know anything. Was it really a BMW? I'm like eighty-seven percent sure. Oh man. Okay. All right. So failure, basically, (laughs) on their part. Yeah, you could just see the BM and you had to guess. <laughs> BM what, guys? BM what? Is it BMX? Is it a bike? BM Lexus? BM Lexus? Is it a... Mm, Lexus. So, they... Cheese. It was cheese. It was cheese, you Yay, it was cheese. Yeah, there's a farm owned by Mercantile. Wait, side note. Wouldn't it be great if all the twists, actually, like all the movies, were just cheese, right? Or like... The six cents he was cheese the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, this, yeah, um, the cheese from coming from inside the house and yeah, um, yeah, um, 
Uh, yep, he was Tyler Cheese. Made out of cheese. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't see that movie, but I'm sure there's a twist on it. Um, the happening was just like the cheeses, I guess, are trying to kill you instead. Man, I don't know if it's just because we're doing this late at night, but my ability to come up with twist endings is usually better than this. Uh, well, it's it's about on par for you know the actual twist endings we get from Shyamalan, so I think you're all right. Uh, I've spent this entire time since you started this riff trying to remember the name of the character in the usual in the usual suspects. Kaiser Soze. I had to look it up. Um, okay, so we're gonna edit that out. Kaiser Soze was cheese. <laughs> wow, you got that all without having to look it up, Alex. That's really good. That was so fast. You're so smart, Alex. This wasn't edited at all. Do this during the day. So. <laughs> Did somebody already make a, a Fight Club reference? Cause... Yeah, a little oh, bit, but it was weak. If you want to do it better. No, yeah, I don't yeah. have one. I just wanted to say oh, okay. Fight Club. So- right. something with Fight Club and cheese. Great. Nailed it. Let's keep going. <laughs> Fix it in post, guys. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> um, man, I'm sure there's a cheese that sounds like dirt. And anyway, I'll, we'll, we'll do the... Here's what we do. We are the Blue Apron of jokes. We're going to put together all the ingredients for this bit. And you assemble send it out into the yourself. internet. You guys... Just put together a cheese with the uh, twist ending of a movie. You've got an instant joke. What a great time, huh? Make, sh- make sure it's cheese forward. <laughs> it's cheese we forward. Start. We'll send you these two of these a week, and it costs a thousand dollars. And if you come up with a good one, it's ours. <laughs> Surprise! We're keeping it. We partner with sustainable uh, humor farms to deliver humor fresh ingredients that are pre-portioned for you. <laughs> Easy to follow humor recipes. <laughs> that turned out better than I expected. So anyway, uh, okay. there it's cheese, you guys. So um oh this was a great this was really fun because uh Mercantile, uh which owned the farm where this happened and where they cooked for their their challenge, um, we had uh, bought a gift card there for our uh friend of the show, sister of the show, my sister and her husband, <laughs> Dr. Pilot. Um, That's just sister of the you, I think actually. Sister Alex. of the me. <laughs> Megan and I had a longer than you'd expect talk before the show started today about whether friend of the show meant someone who's just been really friendly to the show or if that meant they were friends IRL. Oh. Uh, I felt like it's like a euphemism for something else entirely. You know, it's like, it's like, that's like, a, that's like, that's like, like a wink on it. I can't wait to find know? out what. <laughs> yeah, well, we won't know, but like, yeah, it's like a. Like an actually an enemy of the show. Yeah, oh. friend of the show. You, you're thinking about frenemy of the show. Or and friends with benefits of the show? Yes. <laughs> Tell me more about this. Is this show getting some, but not like actually ready for a commitment? Yeah, it's the it's when a person loves our show, but we just sleep with them. I don't like, think so that's actually. I think it go the other way. Okay, no, the, sure. The, the, the friend loves our show, but they also love the other Top Chef podcast too. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Who shall remain nameless? Mm-hmm. Um, or what? It, what it means is that us and a listener of the show. Uh, we spend the same amount of time together, but have vastly different feelings. That's what uh, I was thinking. It means that one of us is getting everything they want, yes. and the other one will never have yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> Great. Um, so they, anyway, so sister of the show, my sister, and Dr. Pilot, her husband, um, we bought them a gift card to Mercantile last year, and they mm-hmm. really loved it. And it's, it's in this the beautiful renovated train station. And one of the things we liked about it was that it had like a little market and it had this restaurant. And in the market, they sold a bunch of their cheese. So it was like a gift card where you could be like, you could have dinner. Or if you're in a hurry, just buy cheese and leave. Mm-hmm. You can always just buy cheese and leave. That's an option that we have for it's everyone. Not, no, I don't think so. Hmm. In most places. Yeah. This More than you'd market. expect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How many times are you going to scale this back? 
Uh, <laughs> once. It happened to once. <laughs> so I imagine okay. it could happen to someone in one place. I was so excited to see Mercantile. Also, that train station is super cool, and mm-hmm. I'm enjoying Denver. So they go out to the Mer- Mercantile farm where cheese is made. Um, uh, Southside Joe uh, gets to drag a piece of metal through some cheese curd. Mm-hmm. That seemed fun. Yeah. And then was it Adrian who made the joke uh, that Joe no, cut some cheese? Fatima, Fatima. Oh, it was Fatima. Yeah, yeah, she didn't get a lot to do this time for, for that middle part, but uh, that was that was I. I loved how much she loved her joke, and I almost yeah. thought she surprised herself with that joke, exactly. but I think it, she knew. It, that won me over. It was like it was such a bad. It was such a terrible. And this whole episode was dad jokes everywhere, um, yeah. which we already know Tom loves dad jokes, but he got a bunch mm-hmm. in today, um, including they were not flocking around. With that sheep's cheese. That was a... Flocking. That was a stretch, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> but I did like that Fatima surprised herself or was surprisingly delighted by it. Um, anyway, so they, they uh, watched some cheese. They saw how the cheese is made. Did you guys see... This is a sidetrack. Did you see... The New York Times had an article this week by a sausage maker who was okay. mad at all the times people say... You don't want to see how the sausage is made because he makes really good sausage. He's like, it's great. Everyone should watch this. Yeah, he's like, I have a really great process. It was like every time in, in like it was when people talk about in politics and and a bill process, they say how the and he's like, no, the sausage gets made way better than politics. My mm. sausage is beautiful. It's it's an insulting metaphor. Exactly. Yeah. The sausage. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so enough. they see how the cheese gets made, and they um. Uh, then they go back to the train station and they cook cheese forward dishes as a team. This is our first team challenge of the season. Indeed. How did they do, you yeah. guys? I mean, we haven't had a lot of. Okay, challenges. so Ez- Ezra and Megan, I need you to decide together how you thought the teamwork was on this episode. Okay, okay. How many seconds do we have? You have one minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. I, I actually, can I just be in charge of all parts of this decision? <laughs> but um, I have things to say too, but yeah, yeah, sure. You're what, yeah, yeah. Why don't you just, how about you go along with it and then you'll regret it later? How about okay, that? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Because I'll, yeah. I'll just do all the talking for everyone. Oh, okay. Megan, do you want to maybe <laughs> bring it up briefly at judge's table, but not enough? Yeah, well, yeah when it's too late, you want to do it? I that I had this thought that, um, <laughs> you know, we could have done it differently and it would have been really great, but I mean... Your discussion of the teamwork could have involved I just, zucchini. I just sort of deferred to, you know, Ezra because, you know, I'm, I'm a team player, you know? <laughs> M- meanwhile, Sarah just wishes that we had eaten it with her hands. <laughs> That would have changed oh everything. God, I hate. I'm trying to do this more linearly, but man, I want to talk about eat it with your hands. <laughs> I like. Um, when in doubt, have you considered picking it up, guys? Well, I'm just gonna <laughs> well, let's just jump because I can't. I can't leave this train of thought. It's so fun. Um, the train of thought is going to another sidetrack. So, um, in the uh, judges' table, the end of the elimination challenge, two who we all know, friend of the people, um, had just badly destroyed. Wait, this is he lamp. a friend with benefit of the people? Is he a sister of the people? <laughs> he can't be both. So <laughs> we'd hope not. Um, so they he he just he just terrible terrible lamb badly cooked badly tied. Tom taught him how to tie knots in the string. He, he liked he that. Couldn't help himself. Um, and it was also badly butchered, either by him or by Whole Foods. I think by Whole Foods. Mm. And then he or didn't do a great job of cleaning whoever up. Whole Foods got it from. Anyway, so at the d- judges' table, Tom was like, this is terrible. And he was like, I had the idea. We should have told the diners to eat it with their hands. 
And Tom <laughs> was flabbergasted. Like, you don't, how, you would don't that have made that. a better dish? <laughs> would that have fixed it? I was like, well, yeah, it's a totally different experience. You're eating with your hand. It's fun. It's um, it's, fun. <laughs> it's nostalgic. Oh, it's nostalgic. Nope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From those other times you've eaten with a hand, your hands. It's true. We've done that all at least once. We remember that time. I mean, it's hard for a simpler time before forks. A time where I didn't enjoy something and then I grabbed it and I was like, oh, now I see. It's like, yeah, the the corn grits are too sweet and this is a poorly butchered meat, but I'm eating with my hands. I'm having a great time. It all makes sense with my hands. I could imagine that eating that lamb would not have been way more fun with my hands, but the corn grits, it would have changed the experience significantly. Oh, yeah. Oh, For man, example, no they're too sweet, but when they're covered in finger... <laughs> I love the thing where it's like, would you have dipped the, the lamb in the corn? It's like, no. no. <laughs> they even gave him a little bit of lifeline, and he didn't know how to tie that knot. <laughs> Let me tell you how to tie this off. Please, this is much, much smoother. so weird. And I, that, I want to be his solution to every problem. Yeah, I want that to absolutely. be every time you're at judge's table, if you have nothing to say, instead of standing by your dish, suggest they ate it with their hands and yeah 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 better. regret not picking up your dish that's yeah. way better <laughs> so much better um yeah so the teamwork was rough i mean it's just so classic uh although this time i felt less i felt less bad for them when they were bad at teamwork because i feel like like claudette who ended up getting sent home for not um sticking up for herself i guess also, uh, I mean, and, or, or or for pitching cold smoking when she didn't really know how to do that super well. And then well. not well, doing it well. Yeah. yeah, she seemed to have forgotten that part where she was like, here's what I think we should do. How do you do that? As a, like, here's what I should do and then not so, know what to so, do. Sometimes I don't remember everything. You know, like, I don't remember if I have certain skills that I, that I think I have. Like, like for a while, I'll, I'll give you an example. Because Friends was everywhere, like the TV show, I was pretty sure that I had been on it. Um, now I know I haven't, <laughs> huh. but like you ever just sort of like, Wait, like, you know, so, like, was there you, a time where you were in a conversation and somebody no, was like, no. have you been on friends? And you just said, sure, of course. No, it was more just like, I was like mentally thinking where it's like, it's like, like, oh wait, I've never been on friends. <laughs> it, it wasn't really like apropos of anything. It was more just realizing that I had, that was just a non sequitur that would happen to you. Yeah, well, it's like that. That and it happened with the office again later as well. Where it's like, oh wait, I haven't been on the office. I've just watched it a lot. Sometimes you're very relatable, and other times, <laughs> I feel like the the concept of thinking you were on a TV show is going to pull worse than CPAP Tyler as a nickname. You know what? I'll take just, those odds. This is just a thing wait, wait. So, so I get I get tacit agreement from one person in person, and then a winky face no from another. I'll take it. That would be <laughs> unanimous. Yeah. I I mean, I've been on a TV show and I've never thought, oh, I was on that show of a different well, that's, show. That's just wrong then. Oh. Oh. Did, yeah. Did you think you were on the show that you're on? <laughs> yeah. That show I was definitely on. Okay. Are you okay. sure? <laughs> I Wasn't I on that show instead, Alex? <laughs> yeah. I guess you could have been. When, you're, when you say it that confidently, I start to doubt myself. I like just gaslighting this. Yeah, here's the thing. It's a lot more nostalgic because I picked up your memories with my hands. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you, I I was great on that show. So, um, the uh, what else happened? Um, man, there was some mustache great... Job. Oh yeah, yeah, this edit. is the key. Yeah, yeah. Talk talk about that, Sarah. Well, I think 
they started out showing him trying to take over and just make making that team look like they were going to fail, which they ultimately did, but uh, not for well, that reason. No, no, no. The, the team did great. That was the team that won. That was the oh, team right. that won, but they he, said so basically his was leadership the was great. Had, the day. But they had the worst dish, which he was a big part yes, of. Yes, but so yeah. basically but yeah. he, he had a great influence on every other dish except for his own. I guess that's true. Well, he had two dishes. One was good. Yes. And then right. one was the worst one. But yeah, was, but anyways. Trying to influence the dessert and uh, Chris sort of stood up for himself. Yeah, Butterfunk so. didn't let him take yeah. over the dessert. He was the one which who Which was great. Out. But yeah, I think they just like... I, I knew when they started giving him that edit, and maybe it was deserved. I mean, I'm sure it was, but that he, I, I knew he wasn't going home because I thought, okay, this is the beginning of the arc of mm. Mustache Joe. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, he's controlling. He's, you know, I think, th- that's pretty much it, I guess. I think the best part of this one was... Mustached. Yeah, he's mustachioed, certainly. Um, but was it... Um, denali who had issues right and she was like brought it up at dinner she was like i don't really like how we're working together as a team and joe was like that's validation for what i was saying yeah <laughs> like he just yeah but he- <laughs> basically both laura and chris brought up you know sort of that they didn't they didn't really they didn't like the heard. team dynamic yeah. and then uh Masash Joe was just like yeah that, it sounds like i'm really doing the right thing here <laughs> it was yeah, just didn't like pick that. up on it at all <laughs> it was it was the strongest missing the point that i've seen in a while like they i mean they had the second chance to try to communicate with him and no, nothing they could have said would have made him doubt himself it's kind of like i mean that's the thing it's like you're basically you've won the argument if no one can like help you understand why you're wrong <laughs> Is that, i guess if everyone gives up and you still think you're right at the end of it, yeah, pretty much you won. I mean, this is the such a classic Top Chef problem. This is every season. There's issues with the team challenges, and I, I, but I feel like it is one of the skills of a chef to be able to represent your ideas, convince other people to work on them, or if you do acquiesce to someone else's style of food, that you execute, you you choose something you can execute and you execute it well. Or you sabotage it in a way that's their fault. Sure, yes, absolutely. There's, there's options. But all you do have to... I feel like there's some responsibility. Because I, I feel like with Claudette, too, saying, like, this wasn't my food, that's not an excuse for, like, you didn't make it taste very good. It was undersalted. Like, there's a lot of things that are, like, uh, sure, it's not your food, but, like... in this case. Under, <laughs> under- yeah, yeah, it was not cheese for... It's a lot of things she could have done so i felt less bad for her this time around than i do usually when people don't stick up for themselves also her exit review was kind of mean so i didn't like it anymore oh i don't remember it it was ungraceful do you remember it megan yeah i mean she was just like i i am way better than a lot of people here and stuff yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, she said i I feel like i'm technically better than a lot of the chefs here and i'm not saying that out of ego i'm saying it because i have a lot of heart and I thought yeah. that was weird. Like, yeah. maybe. I want to say more things out of heart because it seems like you get away from it. <laughs> yeah, but you're just. I mean, you could have an ego. Maybe your ego lives in your heart. I don't yeah. know. But Alex, Alex, just want to let you know, I'm the best person on the podcast. It's not an ego thing. My heart is saying this. My, yeah. so. That's not me. That's that's my heart. It's just speaking. the heart talking. Got to listen to the heart. The heart brags with the heart brags. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, she was just a, yeah, just a little ungraceful on her exit, which. She seemed mad, which I actually always, like, I totally I get. It's hard to be eliminated. It sucks, I'm sure. 
Um, no, I, I remember when I was eliminated from season four. That was that was a tough one for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I wasn't on Top Chef. <laughs> I was on Chopped. I was on Chopped. That was a little, that was on Chopped. <laughs> so. Uh, but who, who did exceptionally well on this week's challenge? Um, Carrie. Which, oh, I was going to ask, was that my bold prediction of who was going home? Was Carrie? I think yes. it was. And, we should keep and track I was, of these Yeah, things. we should Play the track. tape. <laughs> well, I th- uh, well, I think it was, and I was very wrong. But you also, were. I, from the beginning, before we even knew how she cooked, in one of the talking heads, I don't remember, I had the thought, oh, I like her, which is like from the last episode, I was kind of down on her. Like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, I like her. But then in retrospect, I was like, oh, they totally gave her the good guy edit because she mm. won. Sarah yeah. wants to rename uh, Carrie Melissa also. Yeah. For some reason, she's Melissa to me, even though mm-hmm. Melissa was the other woman. But. Yeah. Melissa was yeah, first well, out. She gets, she, she, um, you're the th- Melissa now, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've kind of I've kind of like Carrie the whole time. Like, I I. I think she just. Wow. I know she was a Carrie fan from day one. From <laughs> and here day we are, day two. Back one. when no one was a Carrie fan. Yeah, yeah. Back when it wasn't cool. Um, no, I, I, I just, I like her. Um, I don't know, just sort of like stage presence. I guess is. Like, she's like super she, calm. I yeah, love that about her. Yeah, she's charisma. She just, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. I like a, I like an unrattled chef for sure. That's the thing I love. I also like to root for the local chef because it's such a weird position to be the local chef on a show because all of the guest judges are local luminaries. Mm-hmm. So you're like, hey, we're sort of peers and you're clearly a level above me on this show. So that's kind of weird. So like, I do root for them to do super well. And she's the lo- local carry this time. There's also the uh, Brother Luck from Colorado Springs. but Oh, yeah. Brother's he, doing well. He's like, yeah, he's local-ish. But she's like the... And I felt bad that she did badly on that block she used to work on mm-hmm. so it was yeah, nice it's to always see her bad when well. you mess up on your own block and <laughs> the new melissa on the block i don't know so <laughs> she also she uh was forced to make a cracker and she didn't want to no that was laura no that, no, was, no, 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 that was the that was the that was uh, oh she made was. dumplings she'd made before after she said at the beginning of the show she was done making things she'd done before and she was going to start yeah. improvising then she did a dish she's really good at and nailed it on the other hand, we have no idea when she actually said that. True. Right? Oh, yeah. That could have been, yeah. Fair. Could be, could be edited in from much later. She, oh, also, uh, the dumpling, there was a great um, surprise for me from Tom, which is Tom asked, why did you only cook one side of the dumpling? She was like, uh, for a, a different texture. And he was like, all right, cool. And then she walked away and he was like, I love that she did that. Normally, if Tom asks you why, it's because he yeah. hates it and wants you to suffer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I don't even know what, what questions mean anymore. Exactly. Also, we don't know what telling us where you're from means anymore because we thought for sure Rogelio was going home because he told us about his childhood. Okay, but uh, Claudette did mention her, uh, her kid. She mentioned yeah. her kid and her astrological sign and what her astrologer told her, which is um, the what I would call like a sort of cowardly suggestion, which is this television show is a good opportunity for you. Right. So thanks for reading the well, deck on that. Well, it's not always. Well, <laughs> she still got you paid. You never know what's going to come from it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. I guess. Yeah. We don't know what's happened on. Uh, well, so can we go ahead to what happened? Do we say what happened to her yet? Uh, she lost. She, yeah. yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If if the if the 
paper for Leo that day had said, you're going to be eliminated from Top Chef, I'd believe. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be enough for me. Even though it'd only be true of one Leo, I'd be like, well, you sure nailed it on that one. Mm-hmm. It was a bold prediction, and you totally got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Claudette. I mean, if we make enough bold predictions, one of them's going to be right. Claudette didn't make it. She well, yeah. If you're if you're if you make a bold prediction for one person out of all the Leos, it's got to be correct. Yeah. I'm gonna guess next week, somewhere in the country or world, a Leo is going to get invited to be on a TV show. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Uh. Claudette went home for oh the smoked fish. This was another. So we we also got a doom edit from her because they were like cheese. It's a cheese day, and her team was like, "How about fish?" Mm-hmm. So that's okay. kind of a Top Chef blunder. But like, okay, they seem to be okay with that. Yeah, they didn't hate it. They just it was like it, I mean, Padma said, "I hate any time there's fish with cheese." So the fact that. They got eliminated for but the Padma, thing. Padma hates. What about like a tuna melt? What about a tuna melt? Exactly. Know, so that's the good. One yeah, that's so good. I'm sure there are others. What uh, anchovies on pizza? Some people like that. Hmm, it's a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, or like a so, Caesar salad kind of has. Yeah, right. That's that's Parmesan. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's got a like, tiny amount of pulverized fish. <laughs> uh, sometimes you can ask for extras, and sometimes they don't charge of, you. Yeah, and any sort of seafood. Pasta usually has a little bit of cheese. Yeah, yeah, like like yeah, like a like a lobster and like ravioli type thing. I mean, I hate to be oh yeah, lobster ravioli is a good good suggestion. I I mean, I hate to be dogmatic about it, uh, but uh, it didn't work. They they did not care for it mostly because it was under season and it was cold smoked. By which they meant not smoked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was more. It was more the. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't really the. They actually thought the cheese salt was a good idea, but they just thought it needed yeah. more actual salt. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she went home. Uh, whereas we had a great moose eats your cabbage moment. Mm-hmm. So our good friend from Alaska, uh, Laura from Denali National Park, said that um, she put the rind of the cheese into the cracker. Because when you're in Alaska, if you have too much food waste, bears will eat you. No, no, no. eat your food. Well, they'll be attracted to the food, but then they'll be in your refrigerator. So who knows? But yeah, it's a nuisance to bears if you don't use all of your food waste. So I will incorporate (laughs) that. It was such a great Alaska reason to put rind in this cracker. Yeah, that's it's. I mean, it's safety first. Turns out, yeah, 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 right. Very important. Gotta watch out for the bears. The bears really want you to finish your plate. Well, there were. I feel like this is. Wait, starving this bears is this the thing China? that Laura's mom just like told her when she was growing up. It was like, you know what? Oh. Laura, you don't finish your plate, the bears will eat you. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, I, like... There's starving bears right outside. Yeah, the <laughs> thing is, there were bears in this episode, though, right? Like, there was a, that's there was true. a group of bears, bears. Oh, that's right? true. Yeah. There were the bears. Yeah. But they weren't going to eat... I guess they could eat your food. They weren't attracted by your food scraps. They were attracted by the guest judges, mm. who they thought were um, very attractive. Oh, true, true. If I that's true. If I uh, yeah, they, those guys were the bear bait. Um, yeah. If I could have uh, a, just a quick Sarah update for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, her head is now down on the table, and she's using like her blanket as a pillow. So Aww. if the jokes come like more from like a, a horizontal angle instead of a vertical angle, that's why. <laughs> if they come from a, a a nine o'clock on a long day for a, a, <laughs> a person with a lot going on in their lives, 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> sure. I'll move closer to the mic when I have something. To I just say. Don't, don't. Here's worry. the thing. I think I think that you won't actually have anything that you value that highly that you, that you actually say. I think I'll just like let those slide. Uh, we'll see. We'll all right. See. All right. Back to your spot. There's a great uh, Mitch Hedberg joke that I think about all the time, yeah. which was uh, my job is to think of something funny and then write it down, or if the pen is too far away convince myself it wasn't funny (laughs) i feel like that's the position your head is in now is like every time you think of something is that funny enough to get up nah let's see if sarah actually responds to that (laughs) i heard her chuckling nope (laughs) so um just to wrap this up then so sarah can i I was gonna say go to bed but she's already there so sarah can go to sleep (laughs) she's she's gone to table uh for sure (laughs) so uh we can wrap this up oh anyway so she put the the rind in the cracker and i not only was that great because of um uh the the story about bears but also because she didn't want to make a cracker she'd never made that cracker before and she killed it oh Mm -hmm. here's the thing High altitude cooking, it's great if you don't want things to rise, right? This is like yeah, the second time in a row. This is her second unleavened bread of the competition. Keep Except she'd never made either of those things before. I know, well, she just I mean, a, you can't a knack. <laughs> when she like messes up real bad, just like I was like, oh no, this is really pillowy and fluffy. This is the worst cracker ever. Yeah, it's like a full like brioche. Or maybe both times she was trying to make brioche and they ended up beautifully unleavened. Oh yeah, I don't know why I well, keep making such so. good crackers. <laughs> it's a perfect crackers and just really good at, at labeling and branding basically yeah exactly so um uh so uh yeah local carrie wins for her dumplings that she makes all the time and, good job new melissa and claudette goes home <laughs> uh for her cold smoke and gets to compete on last chance kitchen for the rest of her life um hey megan mm-hmm. how are you doing you seem like you're still awake I yeah I'm still awake. Um, I'm asking because, man, I can't. Ah, it's too many angles. Okay, here we go. Uh, the reason I'm asking if you're still awake is because I was wondering if any time in the last week, I'm just stalling while I get this ready. If there's anything in the mail bag. <laughs> For Megan's mailbag on Pack Your Mics. So you can always get in touch with Megan uh, by sending us, uh, by using our comment form on our website, packyourmics.com, or on Facebook or Twitter, or our brand new email specific to this. We, you can still send us email podcast at redistrip.com, but we have a new email address, mailbag at packyourmics.com. Easier to remember, mailbag at packyourmics.com. And Megan will curate and read them for you. She'll respond to you. Megan is not only... Uh, my favorite person. She's also my favorite social media intern that I have. So mm-hmm. unpaid, un- unpaid intern. Megan, what's in the mailbag? Oh, well, we got a lot of great stuff in the mailbag this week. Uh, article three. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. can that just be the end of the segment? That be so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Megan. You've done great work. <laughs> Play the outro Aww. music. <laughs> No, no, please, please, please. If there's actually stuff, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> oh, we did, yeah. We got, okay, we got a lot of great stuff. Um, so on, on Twitter, Article 3 for Life uh, says, so glad Pack Your Mics is back. Woo! And we just have to say, we are so glad that you are back listening to us. Yay! Uh, wow. We're all back. Really, really excited for the season. Um, at Chosen Chic on Twitter... Uh, mentioned that when Alex on the podcast last week was trying to remember who won season th- 
uh, 11, uh, she had to yell out loud, it was not Nina or Shirley. Very angrily. Yeah. I think you may have uh, repressed that memory. For what it's worth, I remember who didn't win season 11. That wasn't the question. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, we've tried to forget. You know who who else didn't win season 11? Ezra. No, I won that one. No, I think he did win. Yeah. (laughs) I think you nearly lost to somebody I hate. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, oh, Alchemy Girl on Twitter says that she met Chef Marcel a few years ago, and he was very kind and cool. He does seem right. kind and cool. Yeah. I, I mean, like, cool with, like, maybe a dorkiness, but, like, a way that he handles well now. I don't know. I I finally became attached to him just in time to have him ripped away from me forever. <laughs> Great. Even though he made mozzarella from old Napoli? Yeah, <laughs> I liked. I like. It was just like a great like. That was worth getting that, up for, Sarah. I yeah, agree. I I find him. I found him very charming, yeah. and I was super sad uh, that he got sidelined. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll still have him, and also he'll be back on the show in two seasons, three seasons after that, and it's <laughs> Top Chef twenty five, <laughs> Super All Stars. Um, do we want to delve into some? Uh, uh, some current current events. Yeah, we definitely got to talk some current events. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, your friend Burnbury on Twitter. Um, Wait, my friend, friend of the show. Uh, oh, that was that the handle is your friend. Uh, uh, Burnbury TW is the handle. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's my okay. friend. Uh, I, I think your friend. Alex. Oh, okay. Yeah. My friend in real life, or friend of the podcast. Uh, Friends with benefits. Which kind of friend is this? I don't even know. It, it was a, an unspecified friend. Okay, great. Yeah, just great. Okay, yeah, yeah. one of those, yeah, I guess one of those generic bulk friends that we have. <laughs> yeah, I got it. yeah, Costco friend. I mean, there's just so many levels of friend, right? There's friends with benefits, and then there's regular friend, and there's frenemies, and there's Fox and friends, and there's um, Facebook friend. There's a bunch of friend levels. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you got to get specific these days. Ben but. might be a Fox and friends. I don't know. All right, that doesn't mean anything, so you don't have okay. to know. Anyway, okay. <laughs> sorry. Please continue. Keep it rolling. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so um, sent us an article uh, stating that uh, this this season, uh, John Besh was edited out of Top Chef Colorado episode. Yeah. They said an upcoming episode. So it was not... Apparently, he did like... He was like in a brief crowd shot of that first episode. And also, that was fun because one of the chefs... One of the guest judges today mentioned he'd been at that block party. So it was like a block party of mostly Top Chef friends that's kind of cool but um yeah apparently he was around there and they didn't catch that until it was too late but they edited him out of that shot on the web version Mm -hmm. is what Uh, i saw but yeah they also edited him out of an entire episode somehow yeah i think he was was like a a guest judge i believe on an episode and they after um these allegations came out they the magic elves yeah worked their magic they did and made him disappear from the sh- from the show i don't know how he must be so sometimes there's a judge at the table that doesn't go to judges table right who like eats and talks but yeah it's like hey i'm just here for the food bye guys yeah, that I just, have been i'm just hard. wondering if it's going to be really obvious like if at some point we're going to see like there's going to be a chair that's blurred out like the label of a non whole foods brand product in the kitchen oh yeah <laughs> or if um that like it's just going to be like awkward cuts where like tom says something and then everybody looks around awkwardly and then 
people talk again and it's all disjoint. How is it going to look? Or is it going to be super seamless like we just never see the left side of a table? Well, the article made it seem like it was it was sort of tricky. Um, but the elves, the elves did it. And I think that's, a, that's the right decision. Good job, elves. Yeah, I think that's probably right. What Agreed. do you guys think? Thumbs up. Yeah. Um, I was so traumatized by what's been... I mean, like... I'm okay, I'm not... Let me start again. Uh, I've been so, like, in the middle of, like, all, like, the crazy, uh, like, uh, allegations where everyone that we know is terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I was just waiting for, like, the anytime they introduce a new chef where it's, like, 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 like who's famous, I was like, oh, we're gonna find out about this guy in, like, a week. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, like that. that's the whole world right now. That's why you should have more female role models. Um. That solves this problem. That's gonna be, like, the next wave, I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I, there were, uh... I mean, like, there's, like, uh, some uh, Democratic, uh, I guess, like, candidate who just, like, just had to withdraw because of, uh, like, sexual harassment allegations. Woman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to No one is safe. On Everyone's long... terrible. Yeah. I know one is not enough, but I'm just saying. Yeah, it's sort of like one and then, like, a thousand so far. Okay, it's not balanced. Out. I'm just saying we should, more, we should have more female role models. You know, um, I like Padma. Yeah, that's great. Padma, um, she was the first uh, pa- uh, chef that that. Anyway, you guys remember from last week? Yes, that play that clip. <laughs> Alex, I can tell you, we're just so uh, affected by this. I, <laughs> I just caught myself. Try, I was about to say something that I didn't, and then I was like, I don't want to be right about all these facts. Anyway, F- Fatima's respect of Padma made me respect Padma more. Mm-hmm. I've always thought Pat was a great host of this show, which having seen a lot of cooking shows, I know is not an easy job. Um, and she does a killer job of it. But also knowing that she was like this chef icon to Fatima makes me like her more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. That yeah. was real good. All right, let's let's All get right. back to the mailbag. Oh, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some bold predictions. Wait, didn't we have an email from Sister of the Show? Uh, we did, but emails are after Facebook. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of confused. You're right. Twitter, now Facebook. Um, Come on, mustache Joe. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, don't mustache Joe. to run. I'm not trying to take over Megan's mailbag. Uh, so we had some bold predictions on yes. Facebook, which yes. were brilliant. Uh, <laughs> so Catherine on Facebook made a bold prediction. Uh, she said... Since this is Pack Your Mics Season 5, I think Hosea's going to win it all. <laughs> good, oh, good luck, guys, Hosea. wait a second. I, I just realized, did we remember to eliminate Chris last episode? Oh, my gosh. It's much sadder now that he's really gone. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean that he's not last. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, you know, I have been, like, only loosely looking at my script, um... And uh, but I definitely have. All right, it's a double, li- double elimination the tonight. This, then. So I, yeah, it's going to be a double elimination today. Sorry, Chris. Um, anyway, go ahead. Um. All right. So Chris is still in the running for this for this episode. Yeah, he had immunity last week. I don't know how it happened. He would have gone home, but oh right, but but yeah, yeah, he's yeah. very lucky. Mm-hmm. Very lucky. And very lucky. <laughs> um. Uh, so Jane on Facebook had a had a response to that, and she said it's not fair um, that Hosea wins this time because he already came back to win season thirteen as oh. uh, masquerading as Jeremy Ford. Yeah, so we're just all people we don't like wear the are one person under a mask. 
Yeah, the, they were that. they were pretty similar. They were similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they were bro chefs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, man. I just love French fruit, bro. <laughs> uh, Adrian also had a bold Soigné. prediction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more bold predictions. Mm-hmm. She said, the final round of Last Chance Kitchen will pit the finalists against the winner of Top Chef Junior, who will win, <laughs> and then enter the main competition to win it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i like a child popping up that is a bold prediction that's very bold yeah mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty bold so uh, uh we would love to get more bold predictions keep them We're coming them. yeah keep them coming um my bold prediction is that am uh not amazon let's say i think netflix reboots a, a season of friends ezra gets a role <laughs> i mean i get my recurring role. Like, yeah. I guess I'm like, please my role. Would you calm down? Man, I just gave you a TV credit. Yeah, the one I already earned, though, right? It's like, I mean... Okay, Ezra gets a recurring role on the Netflix. You don't get to gaslight me for my own, like, uh, starring role on Friends. I was that guy in the back. <laughs> you know, their other friend. Yeah, I was the eighth friend. There was another one before me that was more popular. Are we at email? But I was the one after that guy. Is it email time? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we have a, another Facebook comment, but but we'll save that one for later. Cool. Um, so on to email. Uh, Jackie uh, mentions that she's glad we're back, and she hopes mm. that Tanya returns soon. And I got to say, we all are in the same boat. Hoping we, Tanya returns soon. Yep. Uh, Man, that really feels mean to Chris. Chris, well, Chris is going to keep on getting eliminated. I, I want Chris back, too. But, <laughs> but especially are eliminating so Chris when he's not here? <laughs> We're also... Uh, I'm sure she meant Ann Chris. They're kind of a pair. Um, maybe, maybe she just thinks, like, Tanya's last name is Ann Chris. Could be. <laughs> no, she yeah. never say Tanya and Chris. Oh. If anything. So, oh, so Chris's last Chris name. and Tanya. So, wait. It's oh, yeah, Chris so Ann, is... Tanya, but she goes by her last name. <laughs> Um. Uh, and Jackie calls calls the the season for Tyler. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think um, it is uh, not that bold to predict the first challenge winner as the overall winner, as we discussed last week. But you said, I mean, you you calculated the odds last week, and it was less than fifty percent. It was right? sure, yeah, sure. But if you pick yeah, any so other shot, it's that much is, worse. Is, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so J number two uh, wrote us an email and he mm, says acquaintance of the show I've been listen, listening for a few seasons but I want to see what you look like please, please put some photos up and I have to say uh, be careful what you wish for right because <laughs> I, I think that every single time I've, I've seen you know oh. I, you get, you get a, yeah. an idea in your head of what someone looks like and then you see and it doesn't really matter what they look like but it's just kind of like oh wait a minute yeah I, I think really guys why don't you just like why don't you send us photos of the celebrities you think that we look like? Oh, or, that's, that's more a great And then we'll say hot or cold and leave it at that. I think yeah. the celebrities are always going to be pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we just get like four Willem Dafoe's, which is still like alluring in its own way. Yeah. <laughs> Strangely alluring. Uh, I'll give you a hint, though. Matt Damon. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. For all of us. For all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people are oh. always telling me that I look like Matt Damon. <laughs> you do, yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have the same Sometimes glasses. Sometimes I forget that I'm not Matt Damon, guys. Man, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there was a, this is a, a couple years ago now where it was the thing where everybody put their celebrity doppelganger as their Facebook photo. 
Oh, yeah. And I put my name in, and everyone was like, nah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys remember yours? I remember mine. What was yours? Uh, Bearded Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. It was a little while back. Has anyone said one for you, Megan? (laughs) Um, No, I don't think anyone's ever said one. Sarah, do you have a... No, I don't okay. think so. So based on our voices, you can guess. And no fair Googling because there are a lot of pictures of one of us on the real internet. <laughs> 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 well, after net neutrality goes down, maybe we won't be able to get It'll access to yeah, so. yeah. True. Also, yeah. I've yeah. been on TV, so you could look there. Oh. So, that's was I. So go ahead and watch Friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rachel. <laughs> The other Rachel. Do you, how do you guys feel about that generally, though? Do you feel like... So you said, be careful what you wish for, and you meant because we wouldn't look like what you hoped. And I thought you meant because we're so ugly. It's gonna We're going to ruin <laughs> you with photos of us, which I thought was a little harsh. You know, I'm, I'm harsh. Yeah. No, no, I, I just mean that, you know, you get you get an idea of what people look like, and then if it's... Yeah. It's never going to match up to, to what you think it is, so... Okay. Doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, Alex, I just binged Alex Falcone, and one of these is definitely not you. The second image surge on you is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, that's probably going to make me sad. Some people who look for Alex Falcone, some of them are Alex Falcones, some of them are not Alex Falcones, you can figure out which are which. <laughs> Oh you, my gosh, uh, that's good. Oh, oh no, I know who you're talking about. So that guy is the <laughs> bass player in a cover band in Italy that just plays um, uh, covers of a like 80s rock. And uh, he bought some domains before I did, and I hate him for it. Actually, one of these Alex Falcones kind of looks like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, He's though, I would like say... A- these big oh, results are pretty good, including it has my height. That's kind of uh, fun. Really? It has your height? Yeah. Six is foot it? zero. Wow. That's, that is true. Huh. Wait, that's not what you told me you were. What did I tell you? Your life is like a lie. Six one or six two? No. So here's what I, I am six. I'm six foot even, but I am taller than a lot of guys who are six two because six two is like the lie height that men say all the time. Every, like every, I've met so many guys who are six two who are shorter than me. Everyone wants to be six two, mm. but I'm but like I'm doctor six foot even. Man, these are you know I'm not a Bing fan, but these results are pretty solid. The Google one doesn't have my my height. <laughs> That's what Bing's known for. Is, uh, <laughs> it's getting that accurate heights. height. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's good. There's some good things here. Yeah. We got a lot of actual foxes, but they could all be named Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you, think he meant for us to just like sit here and no. Like, this is actually though, I, I, like but, you know, uh, a lot of podcasts end up being this. Okay, well, the, of ours or <laughs> of other ones you listen to. All right, we're we're gonna bring it back to the, the mailbag here. Sure. Off, off the sidetrack. <laughs> okay. Uh, to the mail train. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, this is one where the train's going by and you just hold the bag out the window, and they have to grab it. Oh yeah, as it goes yeah. by, or like in the olden hook. days. Yeah, olden yeah. days. Yeah. Anyways, the, you don't like the sidetrack? Back on the main track, then. Back on the main track. Okay, so uh, sister of the show, uh, Julia, I <laughs> uh, did did email us a, an article from the Denver Post, um, where they promised that there will be no pot challenges in the season, no so marijuana. I had made the prediction. The uh, at the time, I thought not that bold prediction that they would definitely do something pot related on the show. And so she sent that to say that she disagreed. 
uh, um, because of facts. <laughs> sure, sure. But if I, I can't, I can't remember exactly what I said. But my, I believe that it was not that they would like actually smoke pot. But it would be something like obliquely referencing it, like a late night munchies challenge or something. Right, right. Yeah. I would, and I still think there's a chance that they'll do a munchies related challenge. So they d- they won't say marijuana, but you you think that that'll be? I think they will allude understood. to it. Um, there have been two. So in the first episode, they called out the time is four twenty, and in the second episode, Marcel said. Uh, that he had been smoking something. Right, right. Also, in this episode, uh, Claudette, not smoking enough. That was why they sent her home. Oh, true. Mm. She'd been smoking more. more. All right, thanks, sister. (laughs) Well, I want to go back to the last mailbag comment. uh, Because I think it... I don't actually know what it is. Whoever this is, don't think that was about you. Yeah, we don't know if it's, if it's you thinking it. It's a, it's a good transition into the next segment of the show. Perfect. Uh, so Joan on Facebook uh, says that, she, that he appreciates our comments on Last Chance Kitchen because in Spain they can't access the webisodes. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so he's appreciative could, of us explaining what's happening. You guys got to remember when we talk about Last Chance Kitchen, whatever we say, Joan, that's all, they, that's all Joan knows. So mm-hmm. we can say whatever we want is happening on Last Chance Kitchen. Oh, that's ours. Now he's definitely not going to believe what happened. <laughs> that's fine. Um, Megan was thinking that we might do some like extra um, special descriptors for Joan. Um, yeah. We, so, I mean, do we want to talk about Last Chance Kitchen? I mean, well, let me just wrap up the mailbag. Thank you, Megan. What a great mailbag. Everybody, that's a great Megan's mailbag. first Megan. full mailbag. <laughs> So now, if you want to send us stuff for the mailbag, of course, you can email us, mailbag at packyourmics.com, also on our website and on Facebook and on Twitter. And um, now you know the order that they're read in, so if you want to get on the top half of the mailbag. I might mix it up. I don't know, because things oh, it's wow. in the bag, and so things kind of get mixed around, you know? Oh, they could get jostled, sure. Jostled. Meg- mm-hmm. Megan shakes the bag. Yeah, bag shaker. <laughs> so let's talk real quick, because we got to get Sarah to bed. Um off the table into the bed so real quick i just want to talk about last chance kitchen um so joan last chance kitchen is still four people one moves on inexplicably we don't know when it's going to end there are they all have silly hats and tom is naked it's shirts v skins tom is skins it's weird they're all Um, against him yeah they, they sort of are um and uh, Tom eats everything with his hands so it can get its best opportunity <laughs> <laughs> to be delicious. <laughs> A lot of nostalgia for Tom. Anyway, so um, so we're, we were down to Marcel, Leanne, and... Um, and and uh, Kwame. Kwame. Yeah, Kwame. And uh, so Claudette gets dropped into that. This week... Um, the challenge was cheese-based, so it wasn't about her weakness. I guess her kind of her weakness, Claudette's weakness, was she wasn't cheese-forward, but it, I was expecting it to be a smoke-related challenge. It was not. It was cheese-related, and it was inspired by the nursery rhyme uh, about uh, Little Miss Muffet. And what does Little Miss Muffet have? Well, she has a tuffet. You can't cook with tuffet, but you can cook Are with curds. Sh- have you tried? Alex, you I cut up the tuffet, tuffet rind. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Um, so, uh, but you can cook with curds, whey, and spiders. What? I know. This sounds like I'm lying what? to you, Joan, but they did. It was like Little Miss Puppet Center Puppet eating her curds and whey. Along came 
a dried tarantula in a can, apparently. And <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a tough Tom slant rhyme you have. It's, it's tough. Boy, was Tom not into the spider challenge. No, he seemed genuinely not into it. He was like, he seemed... Do you think he did like, through one of the elves? Yeah. It's just like, it's just like the elves are like, like this is like a strong arm negotiating tactic. Where it's like, you got more spiders for you, Tom. Unless you cave for our demands. <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. Uh, although I would say, actually, this also sounds like a lie, John. Totally true. My favorite part of this or any Last Chance Kitchen episode so far is that Tom was so freaked out by the spiders, he insisted he would only eat these dishes with tarantula in it if he had a beer, but he could only find a warm beer so he poured liquid nitrogen on his beer to <laughs> chill it before he he could drink it with his spider dishes. It's pretty still great. naked, of course. So yeah, that was very dangerous. A good application of that. It was a good application of liquid. Yeah, nitrogen. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they had these dried tarantulas for no reason, and I, I, I don't know, Megan. You liked because of the rhyme, right? You thought it was a delightful challenge. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, and. Uh, I don't know. It was a dried tarantula. What's not to like? How do you guys feel about the um, about the uh, fear factor type cooking challenges? It didn't look scary to me. Like I wasn't super wigged out, but it didn't look good. Like it looked gross. And yeah, I agree with that. It did not look appetizing. I probably I didn't taste I like good either. A, I mean, I like there's a story to get us there. If it had just been this is spiders and it has nothing to do with anything, but it's like okay. I could kind of get. I could kind of walk there. It's like sure. you, you kind of stretch, but it's, you know, it's all right. It, I'm not gonna rewatch it. So I'm but. definitely afraid of spiders, but not particularly tarantulas. And it's weird to me that people yeah. always throw tarantula in for someone who's scared of spiders because they're big enough that they're more like they're just like bony cats at some point. <laughs> yeah, they're like small mammals. I agree with you, Alex. I don't love. I don't love spiders, but their size really makes a difference. Yeah, I think the bigger the better for you generally. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I don't like yeah. daddy long legs, even though they're like not like. No, they're like so teeny tiny. They just have big legs, but I just they're so like <laughs> that's their major thing. Yeah, wobbly. They're so wobbly. <laughs> that's why I don't like them. Yeah, Tarantulas a... aren't wobbly. That I can no, handle they're that. Very yeah, sturdy. Um, yeah, well built. So. Uh, if you're curious at home and you want some edible dehydrated zebra tarantula, it's made by the Newport Jerky Company. It's available on Amazon.com. So if you go to Amazon.com, you also give a little percentage of your purchase to us. But here's the fun thing about this. Uh, it's $24.99 for one edible tarantula. Ooh. But, Whoa. but subscribe and save now 15% <laughs> off. And we will automatically send spiders to your house and we won't stop. I'll add it to our Amazon baby registry faux show. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be uh, eligible for the completion discount. It'll be great. 15% off. This is made by the Newport Jerky Company, which also sells scorpion and a bunch of other weird shit. Hammerhead shark jerky? Yo, what the fuck's going on in Newport? Yeah. Right? Octopus jerky, earthworm jerky, camel jerky. Hipsters. Yeah, these. No, but seriously, like, like they have a lot of these animals just going around there. Like, this is like a, this is them trying to get them all out, you know. But like Newport's just like swarming with these things. <laughs> that's the, that's what's happening, right? It's just like, guys, guys, they're the, the tarantulas are taking over the town. We gotta do something. It's like, well, don't look now, but it's not just the tarantulas. <laughs> You're not gonna, gonna like gonna this, but boy, there are a lot of hammerhead sharks on land now. <laughs> let's dry them out. All legal. right, let's put them in cans. Let's ship them on Amazon. Uh, it doesn't seem like I mean it seems like some of these would be Ill- illegal like hammerhead shark I'm surprised you can do that seems like it shouldn't happen um, um, they, 
Oh, also, if you want to get a, taste all these at one time, there's an exotic predator uh, pack, which is which has alligator, mako shark, and python jerky. I don't know, guys. I don't know either. It seems wrong. For it some, feels like yeah. you're just snapping yeah, turtle jerky. Ah, I'm you're, not into this. You're just drying. You're just drying stuff to dry it, man. Do you even <laughs> really want this? You just got a jerky machine. They, That's really what it is. You're just playing around. I can jerky that. I can jerky that. I can jerky all you. Does it Anyone? on YouTube? Um, so anyway, so they all cook with spider, and they all uh, try to hide the spider, except except for Claudette, who was like, "No, I want Tom spider to forward. taste this spider." Yeah, she was super spider well, forward. Get more spiders, and she made um, a a guacamole without avocado, which to me sounds like salt but it had other ingredients <laughs> um it was gr- goopy and weird looking but um but very delicious man apparently it was great tom yeah. loved it despite being visibly uncomfortable the whole time he was eating all of them um then uh uh kwame also had a top dish with uh um pancetta i don't know i can't remember um, there was a flatbread and a dip yeah, well, that's yeah. what it was. He did the flat. That's what it was. It was the flat, flat bread with the dip. You're right. Um, oh, this is the wrong last chance kitchen that I pulled up. That's my problem. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, yeah. He did the flat bread, which is that's a cheater way. It's just like fish and cheese. Like if you want to make it work, make it into a pizza. So he made spider pizza. What was it? But it was like a, a dip, a pizza with a dip. Yeah, that's pizza different. dip. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Um, it was good though. Yeah. According to Tom. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, Tom liked it. And then, um, sadly, uh, in the bottom two were Leanne and Marcel, meaning that a, an experienced chef was definitely going home. Mm-hmm. Is that sad? Uh, you don't think? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think it's necessarily... Huh. I think it's neutral. Or I felt nothing also. Ooh. I was kind of rooting for Claudette in, in Last mm-hmm. Chance Kitchen, so oh. I was kind of okay. relieved. Huh. I felt like I don't know. I liked Marcel and I like Leanne because she invented a lot of Top Chef. Um I was I was into both of them moving on. Anyway, Marcel ends up losing. Marcel's um oh yeah, Marcel made the Italian dish where he made he made cheese. He made mozzarella from scratch, and it turns out you don't get points for that if your cheese sucks. Mm-hmm. Turns out that's not mm. a not a great idea. It was an awful cheese, and he kind of knew it, but then Tom was meaner than he expected, and he got kind of taken back by it. But anyway, so now his unfinished business has unfinished business, so he'll just keep haunting us forever. Bye, Marcel. I miss you. Enjoy hanging out on the sidelines. Um, can I'll be I back interest, soon, I'm sure. Can I interest you in some Mako Shark? Um, <laughs> and then uh, also available on subscribe and save for 5 to 15% off. Um, so, uh, and then, uh, yeah, Marcel's gone and Leanne stuck by. That's, that's it. Tom drank his sort of cold beer and seemed okay that's with having the, eaten spider. Yeah. I mean, he, he was like, I'm not doing it again, but yeah. I did it. Good for you, Tom. And we also did it. We made it. You guys, it is now Yay. three in the morning, <laughs> but we finished our, our weekly pack your mics. Do you have any final thoughts, bold predictions? Uh, or anything else really quick before we go? Lightning round? Mm. I already gave my bold prediction. I should have saved it, but I couldn't. Uh, I mean, this, again, like the Chris and Tanya partnership, like, you know, it goes all the way in. Oh, man. Chris uh, and Tanya partnership. I mm-hmm. love that idea. I want them mm-hmm. to keep killing it together. Also, I'd like to meet Tanya more. 
We still haven't gotten yeah. a lot of her. Um, Sarah, bold prediction or mm. something you'd like to see? I think they will cook some food and some of it will be good and some of it will be bad. Wow. Bold. What's the opposite of... Yeah, yeah. What's, yeah, what's the opposite of bold? Um, Spicy? No. Wait, no, 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 wait. No, uh, like... Weak? Italicized? Yeah, definitely italicized. Oh, italicized. Well, sure. that's an italicized an I- prediction. An italicized <laughs> prediction. I mean, you are okay. at sort of a horizontal angle. Yeah. Uh, Megan, I'm kind of, I'm kind of curved. Yeah, there's, like, definitely, yeah, there's definitely a slant there. Yeah. Megan, uh, I think we're gonna get some more Alaska food facts. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, that'll be really exciting. My prediction is, Chris, you weren't on the show again this week, buddy. We got to pack your mics and go. I'm sorry. You have been eliminated. Fortunately, Last Chance Kitchen is really big this year. <laughs> he had a last good year, run. Last Chris's. year's podcast. Yeah, he did have a good run. Thanks for remembering that. If you guys want to send us any more mailbag, you know how to do it. Uh, mailbag at packyourmics.com and on Facebook and Twitter and the internet. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks as always, Sarah and Ezra. Yep. Yep. Um, get some sleep. And thanks, <laughs> thanks for joining. Thanks for taking over the mailbag, intern Megan. Absolutely. This did, is my big opportunity. Didn't she do a great job? She did. Yeah. Bold Yay. prediction. Did, do you, now, Alex, I don't know if you know, but actually we have a little bit of a twist on Last Chance Podcast this time. Oh. So we've brought back some old some old uh, uh, contestants uh-huh. so from, from season three uh, who, who just got eliminated before, you know, in his prime, Chris, uh-huh. season four, also eliminated, you know, uh, second episode out that has a lot of pro- uh, promise, Chris, uh-huh. uh, and... From the first uh, season, well, can you believe it? We actually also got Chris. Oh, wow. wow. So, this is a lot of Chris's in the last, last, chance. So, last chance, Chris. Yeah, so this, we'll see actually, how if you this do it goes. that way, it means Chris has to win and get back in. But Chris also loses. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be tough for Mostly. him. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah, my, actually, here's another bold prediction. Um, that now that Megan is in charge of the mailbag, we will get significantly more mail because she's friendlier seeming than I am. Uh, oh, I believe that. Are That's you responding? Yeah, you're responding to all the comments on Facebook too. I, I, I try. We're yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Megan has a real job, so sometimes she doesn't like uh, respond a lot during the days, but she's on it. And and you know, I might help a little bit too. But um, so you never know who you're gonna get. You don't. But you know, know, it's not gonna be me. It's true. It's <laughs> unlikely to be Ezra. Anyway, or uh, me. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chris, sorry about it. Uh, keep up the good run. Everybody else, we'll talk to you next week. Um. Oh no, I didn't get it prepped fast enough. All right, music. Here you go. It's your what big your, chance. Your mise on podcast. <laughs> oh, I totally failed at my mise on podcast. <laughs> All right, take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.